Hi there, project leaders, and welcome back to the Project Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Glatz. So recently I was asked, what is it like to record a podcast episode where I'm sharing my thoughts without any actual live feedback from the audience? And as you know, I also teach at a university here part-time. And so it's very similar to when our classes went completely online, where, you know, I don't get that immediate in-person feedback from the classroom, right? I, I don't see their facial expressions or body language. So um, they're both very similar. And so this got me thinking about how do we collect feedback from our project teams about how we're actually doing as project leaders? So in this episode, I want to share a specific feedback technique that works like an absolute charm to collect more regular feedback from our teams so that we can see how we're doing as project leaders. So let me cue up the theme song. I'll be right back and we will unpack this feedback technique. We have all felt the pain, the frustration, and the disappointment of a troubled or failed project at some point, either professionally or personally. So here's the big question. How are project professionals like us, who are eager, driven, and passionate about seeing our team succeed, how do we become true project leaders who consistently deliver successful projects that change the world? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jennifer Glatz, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to the Project Leader Podcast. Welcome back. So as project leaders, as you know, our role is all about leadership and about helping our team succeed. So our job is to make their lives easier. And so part of this is that we constantly need to be evaluating whether our leadership style and our ways of working are actually the right fit for our teams, right? Are you with me? But how do you actually know? How do you know that the things that you're doing, that the way that you're leading them, and that the tools that you're providing are actually working? And in my experience, in my, my corporate life, you know, a, a lot of companies only do some form of annual performance review. And most of the time, the feedback is coming from your direct supervisor, right? So it's not really giving you feedback from your direct reports, unless, of course, your supervisor did their homework, right? And unless they took some time to, to talk to your team to, to collect some feedback before talking to you. So I've worked for organizations where, you know, even getting an annual performance review was a challenge, right? The system was complex. There were too many questions. Nobody really wanted to do it. And, you know, by the time I found a time in my supervisor's schedule to actually sit down and have a conversation, um, it just seemed next to impossible. So have you had this experience too, where just, you know, getting feedback on a regular basis has been a challenge? I have certainly been there. So in this episode, I wanted to share a specific feedback technique that works like an absolute charm to get some feedback on a regular basis from your direct reports, from your clients, from your teams, so that you can really know where you stand in terms of your leadership style and then the tools that you're providing them and how well you're doing so that you're not waiting an entire year to make adjustments, right? So that we really want to minimize that feedback loop so that we're making adjustments as quickly as possible. And that's really going to help us 
help our teams be more effective. So the tool that I want to share is called a 360 performance review. And what this is, it's a type of evaluation that's going to collect feedback from all directions. So that's why they call it 360 for 360 degrees. So you're going to be collecting feedback from your manager, of course, but your coworkers. So people who are at the exact same level as you. So let's say you're in a project coordinator type level level or role you're going to be collecting feedback from other project coordinators in your organization about how they view you. You're also going to be collecting feedback from your direct reports. So people who directly report into you on the project. So this could be people like your, your discipline leads, um, the people who are in your regular team meetings. And then it can also go another layer deeper. You know, it can go to their direct reports or people kind of at the next level down from there. Um, it can include clients and vendors. I mean, the sky's the limit. So pretty much any stakeholder that you connect with on your projects can participate in this 360 degree performance review strategy. So typically what you want to do to set this up is come up with a list of the top things that you think are the most important for your team. And you can, of course, do this in a brainstorm with your team in a team meeting as well, if that makes it easier. But a good practice is to come up with a list of 10 things that you want feedback on. So this could be skills such as your communication skills. It could be about how well you develop strategy on the project. It could be about how responsive you are to team questions um, or how adaptable you are to changing situations. It could also tie back to technical skills as well. So you might be looking for some feedback on how well you're doing with schedule management or cost management or anything related to the triple constraint or the technical aspects of project management. So the first thing you want to do is come up with that list of, you know, five to 10 things that you really want some feedback on for that specific review. The second step is to set up a way that's going to be really easy to collect that feedback. So one of my favorite ways to do this is using a tool called SurveyMonkey. So it's an online tool where you can go in and set up a quick survey. You can create, you know, five to 10 questions and all you need to do is collect the link to that survey, and then you can send it out in a quick email to all of your stakeholders in one shot. And what's going to happen is they'll click on the link, they'll go to the survey page, fill it out. And SurveyMonkey is fantastic because it, it collates or it collects all the data, puts it in a nice fancy spreadsheet for you, and you're easily able to, you know, go through and review the data in a spreadsheet. So that's one of my favorite tools to use. Of course, whatever makes the most sense for you. Sometimes it's just an email blast and get people to reply. Um, you know, if you've got a, a big team, then you might want to have um, an independent reviewer helping you. So assign someone that's that's not you, somebody who has that independent perspective that can help, um, you know, collect the feedback and, you know, maybe make your team a little bit more comfortable with, with giving their their honest assessment because there's a little bit of confidentiality with that kind of system. So you want to think about the tool that's going to make the most sense for you in terms of distributing the survey, as well as, you know, how you want to collect it. Do you want to have a third party to help you or do you just want to facilitate those discussions yourself? 
and, you know, give them sufficient time to reflect on it, you know, give them maybe a week or two weeks to collect their thoughts and get it back to you and then thank them. Please do this step. Please thank them for their honest and candid feedback. I know that it can be so difficult to sometimes talk about uncomfortable things about performance, especially when it's about your boss. <laughs> so if any of your direct reports especially give you some good candid feedback, make sure to take the time to thank them. They will appreciate it. And then once you've had a time to collate the information, to sit down and reflect on it, give yourself again a couple of weeks to just let it simmer, right? Think about it. Think about where you can make adjustments that are going to make the most sense. And then the last step in the process is you want to share the results and share your future actions or what you're going to change with your team. So you want to make sure that you do that debrief with them. And that's another reason why it's called a 360 review is that it's going to go completely full circle that all the people involved in the process are going to hear the outcome and they're going to hear what sort of actions you're going to take to change or make any adjustments that you need to based on that feedback. Now, what's fantastic about this is you don't have to wait to do this annually. You can work it into your projects on a quarterly basis or a monthly basis. And the way to do that is just think about the amount of questions that you're asking them. So if you decide on a frequency of monthly, right, something a little bit more frequent, then you want to reduce the amount of questions, right? Maybe it's one topic each month or, you know, two or three versus if you're doing it on an annual basis, you know, your list can grow a little bit longer up to the 10. So think a little bit about how often you want to get the feedback, ideally as often as possible, right? So as I mentioned in the introduction, our role is all about helping our teams to succeed. So the sooner we can get feedback from them about ways that we can improve from a leadership perspective, the better it's going to be for everybody. So I wanted to share that quick thought with you, that, that technique. I would love to hear if you've ever done a 360-degree performance review or if you've used this tactic on your projects. So you're welcome to come and join me inside the Project Leader community on Facebook. All you need to do is head to facebook.com slash groups slash Project Leader community. You're welcome to join us in there, um, create a post, start a conversation with me that way, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this and whether you're a fan of this technique as well. All right, so that is it for this episode. I will catch you in the next one. Are you a project professional who is eager to kickstart your career in project management? Perhaps you've recently completed your education or credential, or maybe you're seeking a career change from a trade or engineering to get into project management. Or even if you're looking for a promotion into a project manager role, and you're looking for some more information on how to reach that next step in your career, then I invite you to join my next live webinar on how to gain a positively unfair advantage in your project management job search. All you need to do is visit kwebinar, that's k for Kickstarter, webinar, dot pro collab consulting, pro, P-R-O, collab, C-O-L-L-A-B, consulting.com, to join me on the next live webinar that's coming up. Looking forward to seeing you there.